0: It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to chat with Joey Tyler of the band Varsity over Zoom Video. Joey was born and raised in Harlem in New York City, and he talked about how he got into music. He ended up learning how to play guitar for a girl to impress her. She's a big Taking Back Sunday fan. So he did everything in his power to learn a bunch of Taking Back Sunday songs. And then I, apparently the girl broke up with him pretty quickly after that. Uh, but got him into music, got him into songwriting. He talked about moving to Florida after he had graduated college. He went to college to be a teacher. So he moved down to Florida. And while he was there, he played in a couple bands. And he up meeting somebody that said, hey, man, like you're really, really talented. You should really pursue music as, as a career. And he had a bunch of songs written, and that's how he ended up starting Varsity. It started off as a solo project. When he moved back to New York, he filled the band in and uh, started playing some shows. Joey told us about touring for the first time. I think they only had six or seven shows prior to going on tour. They had only played six, seven shows together, decided to go on a full tour. Joey talked about their most recent EP and all about their brand new album. You can watch the interview with Joey on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be rad if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're an Amazon shopper, a portion of your everyday purchases will help support our podcast with just a few clicks. It's super easy. Please head over to our website, bringinitbackwards.com, and click on Amazon each time you begin your purchases. Those few extra clicks will help keep our mission of providing a platform for both legendary and rising artists to tell their personal stories on how they achieve stardom so that all artists and music enthusiasts have access to meaningful and memorable advice that will help inspire their own musical journeys. To recap, please head over to bringinitbackwards.com and click on Amazon before you make each and every purchase. Because a portion of that purchase will add up in a big way to help support our mission. Thank you so much. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Varsity. I'm Adam, by the way, and this is about you, your journey in music, and we'll talk about the new record with Varsity.
1: Sick. Yeah, let's fucking
0: do it. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, the, band, or the band started out as a solo project, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, so I started, uh, the band, I want to say, well, I started the idea of the band back in, uh,
0: 2015.
1: Um, and it was just me writing music and like putting it out. And that was, it was just supposed to end there. It was never supposed to be anything else.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Well, uh, let's rewind a bit. So are you originally, the? you started in New York. Are you originally from there? I am. I'm from New York city. Um, I I'm originally from here, uh, but I didn't
1: start the band till, uh, I moved to Florida for like a year.
0: Okay. So What so part of New York where you? did where you grow up in? I'm from Harlem. I'm from Harlem,
1: New York. I grew up <laughs> in the, during the nineties where it was like some of the worst, <laughs> some of the worst times to live in Harlem, but it was, it was a good experience for me. You know, I needed, <laughs> I needed the tough love.
0: Sure. <laughs> How did you get to music?
1: Uh, funny enough, uh, I've always been into music. Uh, I grew up listening to like a lot of Frank Sinatra and like Michael Jackson and stuff like that. So singing was always like a thing of mine Mm -hmm. just because my parents loved music or my mom loved music and stuff like that. And my sisters, Um, but I got into like guitar playing, which led to this uh, (laughs) because I wanted to impress a girl. Uh, I had a girlfriend and she was like really into like taking back Sunday.
0: Okay. Bought
1: a guitar. And I learned to play guitar so that I can impress her. (laughs) (laughs)
0: did you learn a bunch of taking back sunday songs
1: i learned a bunch of taking back sunday songs and then uh she dumped me right after that so
0: oh (laughs) but at least you learned guitar and look now you're i
1: i I fell in love with playing guitar and then i just i didn't want to stop you know and (laughs) years later like i i I just started writing my own stuff
0: (laughs) when you how old are you when you learned guitar like, were you in high school at this point? I, I
1: want to say I was like maybe 16 or 17 okay. I Started learning guitar. You and know. then
0: when did you decide to pursue music kind of more as a, a full-time thing?
1: Um, so I didn't. Uh, <laughs> this kind of decision was like, it was pretty much uh, kind of, I don't want to say forced on me, but kind of thrown at me. Uh, I always sang in like projects and stuff like that. And um, I like playing guitar. I played guitar and sang in like, a couple local bands and uh. One of my best friends, uh, his name is Sean Christmas. He did our first EP, the black EP. Um, mm-hmm. When I was in Florida, it was him that told me, what, you know, we used to hang out. And he would always tell me like, dude, you should be a singer. And I was always like, nah, dude, I'm, I wouldn't be good in the front. Like, it's just not my thing. <laughs> he always told me, like, no, dude, you should be a singer. And so I finally took his advice and I started this. And
0: Wow. The- <laughs> okay. So what took you to Florida?
1: I was running away from like life in New York City. Um, I had graduated college and I had no idea what to do with my life. And, you know, being a college, a college student in New York City with the rent as high as it is impossible for me to live. And so I I thought that moving away to Florida would be better for me. Like I could find a job out there and do things and, you know, just have like an easier like living situation. And uh, I just got really bored out there. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I started doing music. Okay. What did you, what did you go to school for anything involved with music or not at all?
1: No, I, I, so I graduated college. I have a degree in education and a minor in psychology.
0: Oh, wow. Were you going to be a teacher? <laughs> I wanted to be a teacher.
1: Um, I I've always wanted to teach uh, like since forever, actually one of my first jobs in college, I was a, I was a creative at Apple. Um, so I was teaching, wow. like would teach like the technology to like the customers and stuff.
0: That's cool. That is cool. And then, so when you get to, did you move to Florida to teach, or did you just went down there because you said to kind of escape?
1: Yeah, I want the of, of. Yeah, of... it is kind of crazy, but um, I also figured it'd be easier place for me to find a job in like the education field and stuff like that. So I did go down there for that.
0: Did you start a band when you were in Florida? Like, how did the whole concept of, of uh, a friend of yours saying like so- Dude, you should be a singer happen?
1: Yeah. So, uh, I met Sean very randomly. I kind I of, don't, I don't even remember where I met him. And I told him that I was a singer and, uh, I guess he had a band in the studio. It was Chango studios at the time. Uh, you, you remember, uh, back in the day, like Cameron did everyone like, Woe was me? And like all these different people uh-huh. and Sean worked with Cameron and, uh, this, this band needed a singer, and uh, we had exchanged numbers, and he just called me up randomly one day. He was like, yeah, I remember you saying you were a singer, so do you want to like come audition for this band? And I did, um, and I like instantly got in the band, and uh, I quit the band like right after I got in it. Interesting. Yeah, it was, it was really weird. I didn't think it was a right fit for me, so I recorded an entire EP with them, and then it just didn't feel right. Um, but by then I was already friends with Sean and a couple of the other like guys who worked in the studio and like, or were around the studio in Florida. And, uh, Sean always told me like, Hey man, you should like really pursue like singing. Like you're actually kind of like really good at this. And so I, I learned how to record cause I watched him and I just recorded a bunch of music and put vocals on and then the rest is just, like history.
0: <laughs> okay. So you recorded music and then what we're putting on band camp or something or what, like, where were yeah, you? Really-
1: I uh, recorded. EP called uh the, it was the lights EP and um uh, I literally had no idea how to put it out and so I put out a song on Bandcamp and uh then uh, uh Greg Long from uh We Are Triumphant found me online somehow and I was wow. like hey yeah he was like hey do you mind like if I release this under like I guess I think We Are Triumphant was like starting out at the time or something like that and I was like yeah sure like why not I knew nothing about it
0: mm-hmm. and uh, I did and uh that helped kind of me get like a start so they put it out like he put it out under his own like a label or something yeah he put it out under the label um and um it got got, i i guess at the
1: time we didn't have like spotify Well, we weren't Mm -hmm. using spotify now so i guess it did well um it did well enough to gain like some kind of like i got like a small fan base and then uh i decided i wanted to play the songs excuse me live and so i moved back to new york city got a bunch of friends who wanted to play the instruments and just started playing shows.
0: So did you you have the name varsity and everything else? Was this already happening? I
1: I had everything already. So uh, varsity was actually like uh, also random name. Um, This, just so you know, this band is like the most random thing ever. Like I (laughs) I had no plan for any of this stuff. Um, I literally named the band varsity because in high school, my initials are JV. And so in mm-hmm. high school, everyone used to call me Junior Varsity. Like they, like, they'd like oh. oh. and then when I started the band, I was like, God, I don't have a name. And so I was like, oh, I could just, just name it under like my nickname. And then I was like, ah, oh, Junior Varsity sounds stupid. So I'll just take the junior off and leave it as Varsity. Oh,
0: you know? wow. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was a better story, but there isn't. That's a good story though. <laughs> junior Varsity is that, so they used to call you Junior Varsity and you're like, yeah, I'm not junior anymore. We're just going to go Varsity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: uh i was like really i mean i'm still small now but like in high school i was like tiny man like i was i was like really short and i weighed like maybe like 80 pounds <laughs> oh wow and i was like really into sports too but i never made any of the teams because i just wasn't the fit for it so everyone called me junior varsity like all of my friends
0: <laughs> <laughs> so when you you moved back to new york after the project started or um yeah, after the project okay. started and uh, did you have that song uh, under the we are triumphant imprint label thing at this yeah. point or no
1: i did um we did have it under that and then uh when i moved back to new york uh, i got off of that um so it was like kind of like hey i don't want to be under this thing anymore and like I, we were like me and greg were more like friends than like people who work together and mm-hmm. so he was like yeah, like whatever whatever you want to do and i got friends to play the instruments and then uh we started playing shows and then shortly after that we got picked up again which is really weird so
0: yeah so like uh, tell me about that so you you get your a group of people together what were you like auditioning or is just friends that you knew that were willing to play in the band with you or
1: it was literally just friends i called up all the people that i knew that had already played the instruments that i needed and um, they were already good friends of mine so we had played like together in like projects like really tiny projects like back like back before that and um they were looking for bands i was like yeah like I, i started one like do you wanna like maybe do this with me and Everyone kind of jumped into it, and that's
0: <laughs> that's how that whole thing like started. So you had the light EP done, just all you. You wrote, recorded everything yourself.
1: Yeah, so I wrote, recorded everything myself, um, and then uh, I had, I had, I wasn't too good at mixing, so my friend Kyle Rich mixed it for me. Mm-hmm. He was the only person available at the time, and then uh, like right after that, I started writing and recording the
0: next stuff. Okay, so do, were you, the shows that you guys were doing early on, like when you got your friends to in the band really officially formed? were that was that mainly what was recorded in on the lights album. Yeah, so it was
1: it was stuff that was on the light EP, and then like some extra things that I recorded, which was supposed to be newer music uh, that didn't make it on the EP. So it was like a couple of just a couple of just a couple of random songs that I felt like putting out into the world. Uh huh. <laughs>
0: And then how did you get, uh, Johnny Craig to sing on rain dance? And that, I mean, that um, sounded just really well.
1: So I, I met Johnny whew, years ago. Um, and, uh, we just, he was in town. Uh, it was his birthday and he was in town and I was going to the show anyway. And I was like, yeah, I got this like song. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Um, and he, he was over at my house. Uh, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I'm, I'm going to put it out. Uh, I, I guess. And I showed him the song and he was like, yeah, you, you want me to sing on this? And I was like, shit. Yeah. And he did, <laughs> he did it like in my living room, like while he was eating spaghetti. <laughs> really? I still remember this. Like he literally was eating spaghetti and he would stop and sing and then just eat and I stop and sing. And that was how that happened.
0: That's so funny. <laughs> that
1: song is what, uh, what kind of made people
0: really find us. Sure. So, so once did he like share the song or something? Like how did, how did people find out that he sang on the record?
1: Um, so he got on the song and then after Johnny got on the song, we got picked up by the artery foundation. Like, wow. Two weeks after that. And, uh, Well he was signed
0: to them, right? I mean with,
1: He was signed to artery recordings. Yeah. Um, by the management was, was, which was different. Um, we got picked up by the artery foundation. Um, And they kind of helped us put together the plan to put out the song and do all of that stuff. And, uh, I, right after that song came out, uh, people like really started to like get into the band and we like immediately started touring. Really? Yeah. We played this band played seven local shows, maybe like six or seven local shows, like as a band before we were already touring. (laughs) Wow. kind of like we're like oh yeah i guess we should tour let's let's rent a
0: van and go do that so it sounds like <laughs> this kind of just like you said it 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 wasn't a there wasn't a plan right you just you had no. the CP and then it just kind of took a life of its own on
1: i yeah i got i got really lucky man like i i i wish i i wish i was smarter and had a plan back then but i didn't i think i had the music and i met the right people mm-hmm. and the right people put it in front of the right crowds And then that kind of like snowballed and it just, before I knew it, I was renting vans and on tour and meeting people that I was like, what is happening here?
0: (laughs) (laughs) With that first tour, you said you only had six, seven shows done. Um, Did you get put on like a tour supporting somebody or like, what was the decision to be like, you know, let's just take this whole thing on the road.
1: Yeah. So uh, our first, like we weren't part of this tour, but the first thing that we did, uh, we did five shows with uh it was like a little string of shows with uh ice nine kills and like monster flames um wow um those like the first two i I don't think they they weren't the same tour i think um i think the like monster flames tour was like them and like uh light up the sky and some other bands and then ice nine Kills was like something else it was about i want to say about like maybe six or seven shows in a row and so we did like all of them and then we would get off of that and do like another six or seven with like ice nine um but it was just in the local area so i was like you know, like Manhattan, Pennsylvania, Jersey, like things that didn't require us to travel too much um, okay. just to get like larger crowds. And then uh, we decided we wanted to see what the rest of the states and the U.S. were like. And so we rented a van and we got a booking agent. He put the tour together for us and we <laughs> went out there not knowing how to tour, just kind <laughs> of randomly went out into the world.
0: What was that like? Like, were you guys, in, were it scary or just fun or... <laughs>
1: Dude, our first tour was, so we toured and we were, you know, we were just, we were broke. And so we didn't have a trailer. So we stuffed all the equipment in the van with us. <laughs> so we had to sleep in the van with all of our equipment. At the time, there was five of us. I was
0: going to say, you have a pretty big band too. It's not like there's just three of you guys.
1: Yeah. So at the time when we had started, there was five of us in the van um, and then it was all the equipment. And also we had a tour manager that came with us. Um, so it was just really uncomfortable and really hard. Like it was, God, it was some of the worst, the worst stuff ever.
0: When you got back from that tour, was it like, do I want to keep doing this? Was that ever a thought in your mind? No, I loved it. I,
1: even though I was hard, I, I kind of just fell in love with the idea of just traveling and singing
0: mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, what a yeah, cool came, career path. Yeah. I came back
1: home and I immediately missed it. I was like, Oh, I want to go again.
0: But with the trailer this time. <laughs> <laughs> what was the next like victory you guys had like, as far as like a milestone?
1: Um, so there were there were no victories after that. Um, and it's really it was kind of like our own call. Uh we after Artery Foundation, we signed with Artery Recordings, um, which was you know, Slaves was under them and like uh-huh. you, know, you know Conquer divide and a bunch of other bands that we love. Um, but then they got bought out uh by I think it was Warner. I'm not sure who bought them out. Someone, uh, someone else bought them out. And so the, the label went under and everyone went under. And Oh yeah. Quit.
0: yeah, They got bought by Warner music group.
1: Yeah. 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 And so nothing came of it and that was okay. Um, I made like a lot of good friends and a lot of good connections. And uh, after that happened um, almost all of my band quit except for uh, my bassist who is still in the band now.
0: Um, oh, wow. So all, the, when when the when the label got bought out, that what they just dropped everybody?
1: They all got got married and stuff, and so they were like, "Hey, we don't want to do this anymore."
0: But no, like with the label, like the label got bought out by Warner, and then what did they just get rid of all the bands or something? Yeah, like, they, that?
1: like hey, we can't. Uh, no, it wasn't like they dropped everyone, but they we had like a good conversation. They told us, you know, like we were a tiny band, and we just right. didn't we didn't have the numbers or anything that like would even that Warner would even bother looking at, um, okay. you know, they were like, you know, we, we can't really like honor this contract. Cause it's just, it's not really like a good, it wasn't a good fit. Um, uh-huh. at the time, like totally fine. I understand that we were like literally a speck on the map. Sure. Uh, and yeah. And then after that, like my, my, two of my bandmates, uh, one of them left for school, the other two got married. And so, it was kind of like, all right, well, do I want to keep doing this?
0: Right, like, did you? Then you probably make the tough decision to either keep going with it or yeah,
1: that was teaching the, or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that was the first—that was the first time I ever like had doubts and like this, like the band, because it was just two of us, and I'm like, well, I don't know if I should, uh, if I should keep going. Um, but you know, me, I, I enjoyed writing and recording music, and I I called up Sean again, who I hadn't mm-hmm. spoken on. I was like, yeah, I'm not sure what to do with this. And he's like just keep writing and recording music. It's fine. And I did. And then I got the guys I have now. <laughs> and then we put out uh the black EP. Okay. And you guys and did that independently? We did that independently. Um we did that independently by choice. We we had got a manager at the time and he wanted to shop it. But I didn't want to do that. I f- I felt like we made a lot of mistakes when we first started. Mm-hmm. Like tons with the whole touring and everything. else, just jumping into everything. Um I just figured maybe we should learn how to do this the right way and not, you know, not just jump into something so crazy. And so we put it out independently and, you know, we still toured, but it was more like spread out and just like a lot smarter. Um,
0: and it was fun. It was a good learning experience putting that out. Mm-hmm. And like, well, you guys signed with Spinefarm Farm now. Yeah. So it was right for after the new, the-, for the new record.
1: Yep. 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 So right after we put out the Black EP, we toured for about, I want to say a year and a half on it. And then we started writing Cloud City, and uh, when we started writing that, we got a hit from Spine Farm. Uh, our a- our A&R guy now uh, emailed our manager, and he was like, "Yeah, I heard some of the music on uh, I heard some of the music on Spotify, and I'm like interested in this band." And uh, we were on tour when that happened. We came back, and then the pandemic hit.
0: Oh wow! <laughs> well, so you're on tour, you get home from the tour, and you're yeah. already in conversation with Spine Farm, and then the pandemic hits. Yeah, Or did you sign the deal before the pandemic? uh,
1: We signed the deal during the pandemic. So it's a really, this is the best story of this band ever. This is, of all the things that could have possibly happened that were great, this is the one, this is my favorite one. (laughs) Okay. We were on tour and, you know, we were talking to them. I came back, I want to say we came back on like a Monday and uh, I had tickets to go see a While She Sleeps on Friday. And uh, so I was like, well, we're back from tour on Monday. Like I'll I'll go to the show on Friday and then we'll, you know, we'll see what happens. It turns out the label um, while she sleeps is on spine farm. Uh So my manager was like, Hey, actually, while you're at the show, you should meet some of them. And so I was like, yeah, sure. I guess. Uh, I went to the show. I met some of them. Um, We had like a good conversation. We never once spoke about music or anything, which was funny. We just kind of had drinks and spoke about the show. And then, you know, they, they told us, Hey, we'd love to have you come into the office and like talk further about you know, your band, just like, you know, the history of the band and stuff like that. And uh, me being me, I was like, all right, yeah, sure. When do you want to set it up? Like a month from now or like whatever. And mm-hmm. they're like, ah, how about like in two days you come to the office? Oh, wow. And yeah, it was really quickly. And uh, so my manager flew in over the weekend. We went to the office that day. Never, never spoke about music. Not once. We never, I never spoke about music with this label. Not once during the whole beat. Me- I spent an entire day with them. Uh, we, we literally just spoke about like the music industry, like bands I liked and things I wanted for the band and things like that. But we didn't talk about music. Great day. Uh, great, great meeting. I thought it went well. We went home. Um, and then two weeks later, the shutdown
0: happened. Like everything shut down. Wow. And so when that happens, I mean, do you feel like, okay, now this label is probably not going to be interested anymore because I thought it was doing anything like, yeah, yeah
1: thought it was over i'm like well this i guess it wasn't meant to happen like you know i've had too many like bad things kind of happen I'm just you know it, it is what it is i'm having fun putting on music but it's just not gonna happen for me and so i sat at home and i did what anyone else did during the quarantine i just ate and drank <laughs> <laughs> then i got a phone call from them uh I got a phone call from uh, my NRI guy and I was super nervous because he texted me out of the blue and he was like, yeah, you know, I just want to have a call. So I was like, all right, I, this is the call where he's going to be like, hey, you know, due to the shutdown, like we can't, you know, whatever. Right, right, right. And I picked up the phone and uh, I'm like, yeah, you know, we're talking for a bit. And he goes, yeah, so I'm just going to cut to the chase. He's like, uh, we want to do this. So if you're interested, we're ready
0: right now. And I'm like, what? <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> like ready to like move
0: forward with this. And so. So did you, and then were the conversation, did you sign like your deal over Zoom or something like that? Um, so if, here's what's funny
1: about it. We, I said yes over the phone immediately. I was like, yeah, let's do it. And we set up recording time and we set up all these different things, um, but we never signed a record contract. Oh, wow. So we were already working with the label and we never signed the contract. And then a week before we were supposed to enter the studio, the contract finally came in our email and I was like, "All right, cool. We're we'll sign this." <laughs> we signed it, we scanned it back, and we're like, "Well, it's official." That <laughs> so was to- it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Did you do you so were you working on this new record before Spine Farm got involved or it sounds like they yeah. jumped in towards the end or when the pan right before the pandemic started yeah. and you had just so, got uh, back they, from tour?
1: Yeah, they came in right before the pandemic. I was, I was already working on the record. I had Six or seven songs done. That was what ended up being the Cloud City EP. Um, oh, okay. And so that's under Spine Farm. That was our first release on Spine Farm. Originally, that was supposed to be part of the record. And then I recorded that before I signed anything with the label. And uh, we, we came to the conclusion that maybe we should put that out as an EP and do brand new songs. And uh, they asked me if I was okay with that. And I was still writing anyway. So I was like, yeah, I have like 30 songs that are like ready to go right now. Uh-huh. So I can go to the studio pretty much whenever. And yeah, I, I went into the studio and then we recorded the record that's coming up now. Welcome home.
0: Wow. Okay. So Cloud City was that done and recorded over quarantine then also? Like in the beginning of um, the
1: a, a little bit before the quarantine. So uh at the end of 2019, right before okay. like so we 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 got done with that right before tour and then on tour they found us.
0: Oh okay. That yeah. is cool. Wow. Yeah. And so so And then the new record that's coming so did you really have a chance to tour the album at all or the the cloud nothing ep no
1: we uh we just we started touring this year uh we put it out and did music videos and everything else but we did two tours this year uh we actually just got back last week from one Mm -hmm. Uh, nothing huge but you know each tour was about like two weeks um this is the most we've been able to tour on the cloud city ep um, we didn't really get to do much touring on it at all, and now we're putting out this record in January. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: now the touring's a thing, though. I'm I'm hopeful that we'll tour a lot more on this record.
0: Sure, yeah, because you kind of miss that cycle, right? I mean, yeah, it's kind of the norm would be to put a record out and tour it. And with- yeah, funny though,
1: because we we've been putting out singles for the next record, but I think because we didn't get to tour in Cloud City when we when we show up to places, people expect us to only play Cloud City stuff and i'm mm-hmm. like oh i still kind of want to hear this cuz they didn't get to hear it live you know we didn't we kind of skipped that whole that whole process so.
0: right so- um what, what like the first tour back and those first shows back what was that like
1: uh it was i was
0: extremely nervous cuz i hadn't <laughs> played the show in like over
1: a year um and i was also nervous about just like getting sick or like getting anyone else sick cuz you know it's That was always in the back of my head, like, oh my God, what if like I meet someone and they don't know, but like one of us has COVID and then just, just, it was like, it was really, uh, it was really nerve wracking uh, for me, but we got through it. Um, The turnouts were great, which I also didn't expect because I'm like, oh, no one's going to come to shows. You know, we just got through a pandemic, but I was very wrong about that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. People are itching to get out of the house now. Right really
1: itching to get out of the house. So it was, yeah, it was fun. It was, it was scary, but it was fun.
0: When you did that, you said you were on tour right before the, the lockdown happened the first time. Um, Were you, like, how, how close to like, like, when did the tour end and was the it in 2020? Ended,
1: the tour ended in December of
0: 2019. Oh, okay. So COVID really wasn't probably that big of a,
1: Yeah.
0: I think yet.
1: about it, like already, like there was like talks about it on mm-hmm. the news in December but it wasn't, um, no one cared because, you know, obviously as humans, we don't care about things like that. We're just like, ah, it's not a big deal to go away. Right.
0: It won't come here <laughs> yeah, <it's not> here, <laughs> but we
1: toured, um, pretty much the end of November all the way until like the end of December.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if maybe some of your shows were affected, but it doesn't sound like uh, numbers wise, like anyone, it wasn't, it wasn't serious enough yet like or people didn't think it was serious enough yet at that yeah point. no one thought it was
1: serious so like we were just toying, like if there was like without a care
0: <laughs> right 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 <laughs> with this uh with this new record was this um was it a different process for recording for you because of the pandemic did it affect you at all
1: um it was different for more reasons than that uh I the music came out different because I I normally write and record everything at home anyway and then just give it you know I take it to like a producer and stuff like that. Um, I guess because I had more time on my hands, I wanted to write different things. Um, but also, it was our it was our first time actually being inside of like a real recording studio. Uh-huh. Um, and so, like with with the record "Welcome Home," we went we we did it with Andrew Bayless um, in Kentucky, and he had like. It was like this giant studio and just like all these different things, and I'm not used to that because I'm just used to doing everything at home and emailing now and just getting things back and forward. so back and forth. Um it was super different. It was also nice because me and Andrew really clicked on like a lot of things, and he he understood that I was kind of going for like just really weird stuff. like I didn't I kind of stopped caring about genres somewhere along the line <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it was it was a completely different process, but it was like really fun. Was it intimidating being in a big studio like that? A little bit. Um, there was a lot of things that I weren't familiar with. Like, I can't just be like, oh, yeah, I'll do everything at home and just send it to you. Like, there's, like, more equipment and more things that are just like, oh, I don't know how that works. So, I mean, not to touch that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, but, it, you know, it was, we were in good hands. Like, Andrew is, like, probably one of the best producers. I think he is probably, like, literally, like, top, three producers in the industry right now and no one knows this this guy is like a genius um he can just hear something and be like oh yeah this is this is what you should do and this is what we should do to make this pop and i'm like where does that come from so (laughs) um we were in good hands with andrew um so it it helped kind of like ease it out
0: how did you how did you meet him
1: i met andrew randomly uh we did when we were doing the cloud city ep i wanted to work with other people because i had at by then i was working with the same people. And it was always just me at home. And I was like, well, my writing is getting kind of stale. I need to start working with other people. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I had, I had messaged Andrew and, uh, he had already known about us. So he was like, yeah, I know about your band already. Like I've heard about you guys. So he, he made us like an offer. He was like, Hey, how about you come to my studio and we'll do one song and we'll see how it works. And if you guys like it, then we'll record more songs. And we went to, uh, at the time he was recording in Ohio. So we drove to Ohio and we did Dig, which was on the Cloud City EP. And while we were in the booth, like while I was in the booth singing, he like paused the song. and was like, yeah, we should do it like a full EP. Like I didn't even finish the song. He's like, we should 100% do this. And so we kind of just wow. kept.
0: Yeah. That is amazing. And do you have plans, obviously plans to tour this record? Like what, what do you have coming up? We have like a bunch of plans
1: that I can't really talk about because it's ah. like, this- <laughs> Some things are, like, in the works and some things are, I guess, kind of already, like, kind of there. But, like, we're waiting on, like, that last little bit to make it official. So, I can't, really, I can't really talk about it. But there's, like, a lot of things for, like, next year. So, I'm excited about it. Very exciting.
0: Very exciting. And I appreciate you doing this. Thanks so much, Joey, for chatting I, with I, me today.
1: I don't really talk to anyone. I have no friends. So, this is the only <laughs> time I talk to other humans.
0: <laughs> Same here, man. The only, the only people I talk to are on the other side of this computer screen. <laughs> yeah, I
1: have I have literally like New York is such a huge place, but I don't really talk to anyone, so it's kind of it's kind of weird, you know.
0: Well, again, I appreciate you doing this. I have one more question. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists.
1: Yeah, just don't listen to any about, you know, anybody about anything and do it how you want to your way. It will never ever ever feel like it's yours unless you do it your way.